You are now listening to the Online Course Podcast, the place where online course creators come to learn how to sell more of their online courses. Here's your host, Jono Petrohilos. Okay, hello everybody. Welcome to the Course Creator Community Podcast. I'm super excited this week because we've got a very special guest from the other side of the world speaking about a topic that I quite love myself. So a little bit about this person. She's a mum. She's a partner. She's an aspiring minimalist. She's a vegan. And what we're going to talk about today, she's a Facebook and Instagram ads expert. So without further ado, let me introduce the founder and ad strategist of Asavi Marketing, Ms. Lauren Moretti. Lauren, how are you? I'm doing well. Thanks. How are you? I'm amazing. Uh, Lauren, I like to start my podcast off with a quote or mantra that inspires you or fires you up. Have you got one for us? I do. It's for... Um recovering perfectionists, which I am, um, it is take messy action. Mm. And I, um, I've really benefited from this because I used to be, I used to let the perfectionism stop me from getting started at all. Um, so just having that, I actually have it taped on my wall, just start, take messy action, just get it started and go from there. Love it. I, I hold that one quite dear to my heart as well, because um, I mean, I'm not a, was never a huge perfectionist, but like everyone, you know, you're, if you're going to get something out there, you want to make it as good as possible. Right. right. But I realized two things. I realized that it's never going to be perfect. Never. Like I'll use myself as an example. I'm 35 years old. There's not one thing I'm perfect at. So if I'm waiting to get it perfect, I, it's just never going to go out there. So it's almost like, don't even bother. If you want it perfect, it's never going to be perfect. So you're never going to do it. So just make a call and say, you're never going to do it if, if that's the case. And yeah. then on the, uh, and then on the, on the flip side to it as well, also, or, or the other reason why I love that as well is I feel it's the best way. Well, actually, even further still, I feel it's the best way to learn. I feel like traditionally in school, yeah. we've been taught, Hey, if you get a question wrong, you're bad. You got that question wrong. That's a bad thing. You know, go and study more and get better or whatever. But I feel in the real life, you're better off just trying it, trialing and, and failing because you're not going to complete fail, but you're going to learn something and be like, you know what? Next time I do it, I'm going to do it like this. And you're just going to get ahead so much further. You, you agree with that too? A hundred percent. Because my other favorite quote, actually, it's funny you brought that up, is that action creates clarity. Yeah. And and that's really been amazing for me too, to keep in the forefront of my mind is that just like, it, once you start, things will become clear and you'll know the next steps. Love it. And it's like, um, cause I'm a bit of a salesperson as well. You know, I love sales and I hate it when someone says, you know what, just let me think about that and, and, um, decide. And I'm sort of yeah. like, Oh yeah. Hey, I'm not too sure. And I'm like, Hey, just make a call one way or the other, you know, either be like, Hey, it's, it's not for me. I'm not going to do it. Totally cool. Or be like, hey, I'm going to do it. I know it's not perfect, but this is going to springboard me in the right direction. I'm, I'm going to go from there. And I had another point I wanted to add on this as well. And uh, yeah, here's the other thing as well. Like I feel if you wait until it's perfect to try and get it out there, it's just going to take so much. Firstly, you'll never get it perfect, but it's going to take you so much longer to get close. And you're almost being selfish because instead yeah. of helping all these people along the way, Let's just say you could get started now and start helping people or you wait a year to start doing it because you want it to be perfect. You're almost being selfish because in that year you could have helped all these people and you didn't because of you, because of your, you know, your attitude. So 
Good start. You're not getting feedback. You're not getting feedback in order to perfect it in real time because you're not going to perfect it in isolation. Yes, exactly. Love it. Well, hey, I've obviously um, been following you for a little while now, Lauren. I know what it is you do, but if someone's listening and they're like, FB and IG expert, what what the hell is that? You know, tell us a little bit about what it is you do there, how your services work. Yeah. Um, I have three, uh, two services, one kind of offer. Um, I do done for you ad services for course and membership creators, mostly in health and wellness. Um, that, that includes strategy, setup, copywriting, uh, graphic uh, creation. So the images, testing, maintaining, analyzing, reporting, all of that kind of stuff. Um, then I have an ads intensive for people who just kind of want to jumpstart and then take it over themselves. And I also, for people who want to do it completely by themselves, but just need a little inspiration, I am launching a private Facebook group that has kind of um, inspiration on ad creative and copy as well. Love that. Such a good um, business model there. I think that's a good lesson for anyone listening here as well. Can you see how Lauren's got like three sort of categories there? And I'm guessing they go up in price as well. You know, it's like, yeah. you want me to do it all? Hey, you're paying the the big bucks, you know? Hey, if you just want some some tips, you know, here's a, a lower ticket item, go on here and, and just get some on tips. Or if you want somewhere in the middle, you know, go and do a course, you know, I can teach you enough to get you started on your own. So I think that's an awesome model. And I'll put all Lauren's links um, in the show notes as well. So you can go to her website, follow her on Instagram, um, uh, all that sort of stuff. So what I'd like to talk about today, Lauren, is let's say, let's say, at, and let's say for the purpose of starting off anyway, let's just put Facebook and Instagram ads in the one category. If I say Facebook ads, just as for simplified versions, let's assume we're saying Facebook and Instagram ads together. Now, my first question to you, Lauren, is what's the advantage? Now, don't get me wrong. I love them myself. Uh, but when I speak to a lot of people, and they're like, why would you pay money on ads? You, you can post on social media for free. Why would I spend money? What's your take on that? Why should we use ads? Yeah. Um, well, my answer is always both. Like, don't stop organic. Because people do give me that question too. It's like, why, why do this? Which one should I do? And I'm like, they're not mutually exclusive. You should definitely still be using organic when you are doing ads. In fact, when I launch people, and they're not doing organic, it shows. Like you need to be nurturing that audience that I'm bringing in, helping you bring in through ads. Um, So I would say that organic is a great way to start and a great way to um, prove your offer. And then when you're ready to scale, you can bring in ads and, but definitely still keep using organic. Um, Yeah, so they're not mutually exclusive at all. Yes, love that. Okay, and then what's what's the benefits of the ads though? Someone's like, well, can't I just do organic and, and not pay any money to Facebook? Yeah, um, well, if it's working that well for you, you can. I mean, I think I've, I've yet to see somebody who wouldn't benefit from, like if their offer is doing really well organically, then they're ready to scale. So the benefit is that ads are much farther reaching. Um, you can target, you can bring in more people into your warm audience. So you're not hitting the same people up again and again, asking them for uh, sales when maybe they've already seen your ads and everything or seen your organic your content. Posts. You know, if you've got a hundred people in the group, you know, there's only so many times you can sell to those same hundred people, right? But yeah. if you, and not yeah. saying that's a bad thing, still obviously sell to those, those hundred yeah. people. Um, but as Lauren mentioned earlier, sell to those hundred people. But hey, let's get a new hundred people in this group as well, you know, and then a new hundred and then a new hundred and then a new hundred. So, okay, that makes sense. It allows us to get in front of people uh, that we wouldn't usually get in front of. What about the price though, Lauren? Are they expensive? You know, what, what's your take on that? 
Yeah, um, well, what you have to do is be looking at looking at it as a kind of full funnel strategy. And there are different types of campaigns that cost different amount of money based on how big the ask is that you're asking for people. Um, but the, the purpose of ads is to make you money, right? Mm -hmm. So if it's, if you're not making money, you're, you're not doing it right. <laughs> so, um, you want to have strategy in place that is set up to reach your specific goal and to be really clear on that goal is a good first step. Um, because it's not just that you would set the ads up and they would be this pipeline of money coming into you. You have to have a lot of strategy behind it. Um, but yes, the purpose is definitely to make you back the money you spend. Yes, love it. And I think that's an important point. So I, I work with mainly fitness professionals. And I just recently, just for a bit of fun last week, I was like, hey, who wants me to, to do your ads to run your boot camp? You know, one time off, uh, here it is. And it was funny just having a discussion with some people. And, and he, the fitness industry is a bit different to the online course industry, right? Because if you're a personal trainer, you're running a boot camp, you've already got an offer that works. It's, it's tested, you know, like anywhere in the world, there's people that are going to pay you 50 bucks a week to do your boot camp, right? So there's an offer there. And, and most, even the, the minimum um, offer, is usually about 300 bucks for a personal trainer. It's 30 bucks a week. You can train, you know, do a boot camp every day and you sign up for a 10 week challenge or whatever it is, right? And I'd have this discussion with some of the trainers. I'd be like, all right, right, you know, how much are you you're willing to um, spend to acquire a customer? And some people would be like, uh, 30 bucks. And I'm like, why? Only 30 bucks? They're like, oh, I don't want to waste, don't, don't want to waste too much money. I don't want to spend too much money. But I'm like, hold on. So you're telling me you wouldn't spend 40 bucks to make 300 bucks back. Like I'd do that all day. You know, you said to me, I'd, I'd spend 290, you know, to make 300, assuming I was also growing a list as well. So I think that's an important thing to know as well. It's not like you're just going to um, throw money on ads and it's going to magically come back. Uh, it's sort of like, all right, what's the strategy if I'm going to spend? And, and really it's up to you, right? It's like, you can spend, you know, a hundred bucks a week. You can spend 10,000 bucks a week. It doesn't really matter, but it's like, okay, if I spend this amount, how can I make more than that amount back and also build my list as well? Is that the same, same way you look at it? 100%. Yeah. And, and uh, just to add, especially with memberships where you're seeing like a recurring income mm. month after month, you want to be um, keeping your lifetime value mm. of your customer in mind. So that the, uh, the amount you can make from one person over the lifetime of your relationship um, and so I think a lot of people leave that out. So for example, if your first, your, your membership costs, you know, $12 a month, mm. well, and, and your lead costs $15, <laughs> you have to keep in mind that you're going to be getting more than $12 from that person. That's so all of that is good to keep in mind as you get started. Such a good point, especially because that ties in quite well, because personal training is a membership model as well. Right. You pay X amount per week and yeah, you might sign up for one 12 week challenge, but Ideally, the goal from the trainer is to get them signed up for the rest of their life, you know, and it was funny because same thing when I asked that question. All right, right. You know, how, how much is it? How long does a client stay for? Because you need to know that. It's like, all right, well, if your average client stays for nine months, here's what we can spend to acquire a client, you know, um, and if that person didn't have that number, it's almost impossible to run ads. That person's yeah. like, oh, some yeah. stay for years, some leave straight away okay, great. But what's, what's the number? What do you, cause once you know what you're willing to spend, then you can tell if it's making money or not. So I, I love that you've uh, brought that up there. So, uh, and then what about, which way can we go here? Okay. So let's say that's great. Now we've got a course creator. They're like, all right, right. You know, my course is worth 300 bucks 
or you know um i've got a membership and it's it's 50 bucks a month and i know people stay for at least five months so it's you know five or six months so it's 300 bucks there we now know roughly what our our thing is worth where do we go from there we've got a goal okay i know that a client is worth 300 bucks what do i do on facebook do i put five bucks a day do i put 300 bucks a day where do we where do we start there yeah so it depends on your specific goal so um if you are wanting to do kind of top of funnel, meaning you want to bring new people in, make people aware of your existence, and you want to do maybe engagement or video view ads, that's going to be much, much cheaper than mm. if you're like, okay, I'm ready for the sale and I need to do a conversion ad, right? Um, but I always recommend with definitely getting started by knowing your ideal client, mm. knowing your messaging, um, exactly what you want to kind of put yourself in front of as your special um, viewpoint, I guess. And then knowing your goal, your specific goal of ads and knowing, um, okay, for these ads, I want to um, sell this specific course because you can't just generally run ads as a business unless you're going for broad kind of um, brand awareness. Unless you're Coca-Cola, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, (laughs) I do. I was going to say, I don't recommend for us like smaller businesses that are you know launching courses and memberships right unless you're coke um and then i try to lead people to decide if they if they want to launch if they want to do a launch model or go evergreen so these are all the kinds of things you need to decide to get started and then really important is creating your for a full excuse me full funnel strategy um so that you know how you're bringing people in what you're retargeting them with. So like, for example, if you have video views at the top of your funnel, you can retarget people who have watched X percent of the video, 50% of the video, 25% of the video, and you can show them ads that are leading them down to know you more, to maybe like you more, hopefully. And then at the bottom, you're going to finally ask for the sale. So that by the time they get from the top to the bottom, you're not spending as much on the ads asking for the sale where if you send those to cold audience, you're not going to get anywhere and it's going to be quite expensive. Let's take a quick break. If you want tips and strategies on how to start, grow, and monetize your business online, check out the Digital Revolution podcast with Eli Adams. We interview digital experts from around the world that share their personal stories. They talk about what they're currently working on and where they see the future going. But most importantly, they share tactics in their specific area of expertise with the hope of helping you improve your digital presence online. You can listen to the Digital Revolution podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, or simply click on the link in the show notes below. Gotcha. Okay, so many good bits of info there. Let me think which one to go first. All right. Let's summarize with, okay, let's, let's start with the different types of ads. So I'll just break down because some of the listeners may not be experienced with Facebook ads. So essentially what Lauren's saying is there's many different strategies you can use, but let's even just simplify it to a, a couple of them. You could either just have your offer and just post it straight as a Facebook ad and say, hey, here's my thing. Go and buy this thing here. Now, what Lauren's saying is you can do that by all means, but if these people don't know you, like you, trust you, why the hell are they going to buy your? Why don't they buy Amy Porterfield's thing for three hundred for 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 probably a similar price? Why don't they buy Russell Brunson's thing for ninety seven bucks? You know why? Why are they going to buy yours if they can get that? It's it's a harder sale, right? Um, but another strategy that Lauren's saying is, hey, maybe just um, put a video out there 
and show it to your ideal people. And then if anyone watches 50%, 75%, 100% of that video, they're obviously pretty interested in what it is you do. So let's just show those people the, the Facebook ad to our cell in a nutshell. Is that the, the simplified version of it there? Yep. Yep. Sometimes I put in a lead magnet in the middle there, um, oh, but that, that's nice. a really good approach. Yeah. Awesome. So then what Lauren's saying there is, you know, because even then it's still hard. Yeah, they've watched one of your videos. Doesn't mean they're going to give you 300 bucks, right? But maybe they've watched one of your videos. They've opted in to your free thing. They've watched your free thing. They like you a bit more. They're getting your emails now as well. Then they see a Facebook ad. Then they're going to be more likely to buy. And you're not spending hundreds or thousands of dollars to acquire a client because the funnel's smaller anyway. You're not showing it to every idiot in, on Facebook. You're just showing it to a smaller percentage and those people will be more likely to buy. So I love that there. Um, and I like the full funnel strategy. Can, can I share what I do, Lauren? Just because I think it'll, it'll simplify sort of that as well and, and go back to what you've, you've said earlier too, where my ad strategy is essentially right. Let's put an ad out. Let's see who, and I, I do actually sell cold, but because I, I get on the phone, I call those people and, and my audience is really dialed in as well. So it's like, I sell just to fitness trainers. So it's super easy just to anyone that's a fitness trainer, they need to do these courses to keep their accreditation. It's a bit easier for me. So people listening, you may not be able to do this. Maybe you can, maybe you can't, um, but it's just a bit easier for me. You know, I'll sell to that there and I'll find that about 10 to 20% will purchase on the spot you know, either from the landing page, from the email um, after I call them. So I'll re at least recoup my ad spend, usually make money as well. Uh, but those 80, 90% that don't buy, they go on my list. They go in my Facebook group. So I'm still yep. building there as well. So I think that's important where, yes, you want to make money on the front end. Of course you do. But don't discount the back end, you know, like you said, if you're doing your email marketing, you're doing your, your organic stuff there, you can also build on the back end too. So I think that's important. Uh, Lauren, tell me a little bit, let's start the ideal client. So we've obviously, now let's assume the, the person listening to this, they know who their ideal client is. They've got a good idea in their head, but they don't know how to sort of plug that into a, a Facebook ad. Maybe they've never seen the, the back end. Can you give us some suggestions there? What are some different ways we can target our ideal people or retarget our ideal people? Yeah, I'll give you a little uh, secret. There is a tool, I'm sure you know, in um, Ads Manager called Audience Insights, Audience Insights, and I find it to be super useful. So you can go in, you can like, for example, if you know that your ideal client uh, only wears Nike, then you can go in and type Nike and see um, what pages that people who like Nike also mm -hmm. frequent or groups that they belong to or their demographics, for example. You might find that people who like Nike are mostly between the ages of 24 and 44. I don't know, I'm making that up. Um, and you can get information from them and it will give you other Facebook pages, other brands, other groups that they might be interested in. And you can kind of start your research off that way. And then when you go in to build the ad in the ad um, set section, you can target demographic information. You can also target behaviors and interests um, that the person might like to do. You can target um, brands that they might like that you have discovered in your research. You can also target maybe uh, if they have kids um, or what their job title might be, things like that. Yes, it's, it's quite intensive in that ads manager, isn't it? Like it's almost, if you know your ideal client, it's almost hard not to find them on there, you know, like, out of all the options they give you, you're going to find one, you know, is it their job title? Is it their interest? Is it their 
um, sexual orient or not these they're um, married or single, you know, yeah. you've got, um, you know, all your different options there. Uh, okay, cool. So that all makes sense there from the targeting. You mentioned the mesh messaging. Now, um, my take on that is that that's why I think it's important to master that organically first, you know, go and post on your Facebook group in other people's Facebook groups, um, see what, re what messaging resonates, right. And what gets a lot of comments. And then you can sort of use that for your ads as is, is that what you mean by the messaging there? Yeah. So basically what do you want to be using to grab people's attention as they're scrolling? So, um, for example, I had a client who is a membership for, um, tech, um, trying to get them into their first tech course. And uh, we were trying all sorts of things like, um, hey, you want to build an app, that kind of messaging. And it wasn't working. So we moved on to a different type, which is like, do you want to be a founder? And that hit, that worked with people. So what you have to do is kind of play with that. And what I recommend is if you don't quite know this, if you have a good idea, but you feel like you're ready for ads, run some engagement ads and test this. Run some engagement ads that's literally text on a blank background and see what works the best. Test them against each other, run them at the same time, and it'll it'll pull information for you that will be useful as you start to spend more money in more expensive types of um, campaigns. Yes, love it. I think that, that's a good point as well, where it's like if you're ready for ads, you, you probably won't hit it straight away on the first go. You're going to increase your chances if you hire Lauren, and then the more stuff you do with Lauren, like if you do her, her, her smaller one, you get a few ideas, you do her course, you get a few more, you pay her the, the big bucks, you'll probably increase your chances even still. But it's well, actually with Lauren, it's probably 100% because she's done it a lot and she's focusing on the one thing there. It's like me and fitness trainers. I know the perfect ad that's going to work to run your boot camp if you, you know, if this is what you do, right? So you're going to increase your chance there. But even still, like, you know, if she hasn't run something specifically for yours, it may not be perfect. You know, she may have to run a few different ads and, and see what works there. And I'm going to ask a follow-up question with that. What should you, how can I put this? Like I wouldn't run ads if you were broke and you didn't, and you hadn't run them before, right? Different. So if you had a funnel, if you're like, I know this works, I've done it before. I'll put some money and make some back. But how much money would you say, Hey, look, if you're going to run ads, make sure you've got X amount of dollars because you're going to have to blow through a few with tests and whatever till we, we come it back. How much are you, I guess, willing to lose or willing to gamble or willing to invest? What Can you give us a number there? I always say around 500 per month for lead generation and about a thousand per launch. Okay. Um, gotcha. Yeah. That's, you know, that's us. That's, uh, you know, yeah. Any take, take, give or take. Yeah. But, um, I think it also depends on your niche. Um, some yeah. niches are just naturally more expensive businesses, expensive, that kind of thing. Um, so, and it depends on your specific goals and the ads you're going to run because of them. But yeah, I mean, I think that's a good ballpark. Yeah, you know, if, if you haven't saved 500 bucks up, it's probably not worth running ads yet, you know, because you may have to, you blow 400 to find out what works. And then, you know, then you got nothing left to actually get the leads, you know, so I think that's important there. Uh, okay, now, what about the actual ad, Lauren? Do you know any any tips on like, um, what we should put in the copy or what we should put in the headline or what sort of photos are working these days? What can you tell us there? My... Um my amazing coach, her favorite, one of her favorite sayings is clear over clever. Yeah. Straight to the point. Don't be clever. Like it's, it's hard, especially copywriters, writers, people who fancy themselves, good writers want to be clever, want to be funny. Um, 
or even want to be fancy, I guess. And I see that a lot in ads. And if it's not immediately apparent, like split second while people are scrolling, it's not gonna work. So super, super clear is the messaging, especially on the graphic itself, I find that works. And then the headline is just for me, what works best is, you know, maybe course in brackets and then what the course is. Um, not even the name of the course, but like what kind of course it is, what it does for you kind of thing. And then as far as copy, um, like short to medium form copy, I like a lot. And um, a lot of what are the benefits that you're going to reap from this course um, are really good. Like bullet points, I think work really well. Yeah, they suck me in all the time. If it's I know, too long, especially it's, with a good emoji. That, yeah, that's what, yeah. If it's like, um, if it's too long, I don't even read it, you know, but if it's sort of short, I'll read the first paragraph. Eh, I'll read a bit more. I'll read the bullet points. Yeah, I want more leads and more money and, and whatever. Yeah, all right, I'm going to put my details in here. Yeah, yeah. So I, I love that. And what I love- I will say to that is um, if you have people at the bottom of your funnel, meaning they're super warm, they've been with you for a while, maybe you know specifically that um, the, the specific ad set that you're yeah. targeting has been with you for quite a while, they might need that nurturing. They might need that longer form copy and that kind of selling, that wooing, you know? So that's when I might go toward longer copy. Yes. No, agree. hundred uh, percent. And okay. Let's spend a minute on the photo. So should that photo have text on it? Should it just be a plain photo? Is it depend on the situation? What, what can you, and as a course creator, do we, you know, show them a photo of someone on the computer doing the course? Do we show them a screenshot of our outline? Do we show them like what's actually in the course, the benefit, what, what tips can you give us there with the, the photo? For me, Facebook ads in general, but specifically the, the creative is all about testing. So mm -hmm. for example, I have a client who is great on video and we put her video ads up and I designed these fancy images as well. And the images didn't even get looked at, like mm -hmm. her video just took over and that's wonderful. I just want something to work, right? Yeah. Um, and then I have another client who I like watched her intro video and I was like, maybe we won't do video. <laughs> and so it just depends, you know, um, video does convert really well for me. Um, but then as far as like graphic, no graphic, I think it's hundred percent about testing and there's no right or wrong. There's no like best practice. Their best practice is that you know how to set up testing. Gotcha. Cause it's like, yeah, it's like even Lauren's an absolute expert at this. You could show her two photos and she might say, yeah, that photo is going to work. But then when you throw it on Facebook, maybe it won't cause she's not your ideal person. You know, she can give some, some principles on that, right. but it's just got to work. So love that. So it's all right. Let's test some stuff, you know? All right. Let's, um, I've got my copy. I've got my headline. Okay. Let me try three different photos and see what works best. Or let me try one photo and one video. And, and I'm just simplifying here. I know you'd ideally we'd try more, but just for the listeners, simplified version, let's just try different things and see what works. And if someone tells you, Hey, video is the only thing that works or Hey, photo is the only thing that works. They probably don't know what they're talking about. And they're just trying to tell you something, right. Yeah. Or sell you something. Exactly. Awesome. Awesome. Well, hey, Lauren, there's a few questions that I always like to finish up with. The first one revolves around mentors. Now, you're obviously a mentor for plenty of people out there that want to get better at their ads, sell more of their online courses. I'm curious to hear who your mentors have been. And if you can answer this in a few different ways, uh, a mentor that you've paid money to and done their course or program or whatever, a mentor that you haven't paid money to, 
but you follow on social media or um, you, know, you, you watch their YouTube videos uh, and then a book or two that you recommend every course creator who wants to sell more courses should read? Okay. Um, so paid. Okay. So I have been following and, and joined um, the group of Denise Duffield Thomas, who does um, Money Mindset, and she's fantastic. I love her. Um, and so I highly recommend her stuff. She has a couple books too. Um, Get Rich Lucky Bitch is one of them. Um, yeah. And um, let's see. I'm trying to think of somebody who I haven't paid that I just like to follow because I generally invest in people that I really yeah. like. Oh, <laughs> Rick Mulready is good for Rick? learning. Rick Mulready? Oh, yes. Yeah. So he has a podcast the art of online business it used to be the art of paid traffic yeah i think so it would it's like he used to be a facebook ads manager so right up my line and then books i have two that i read recently actually that i love one is um i'm sure everyone says this a time atomic habits that's oh, a really yes. good one that's a popular one yeah james yeah. Clear, right yeah right yeah and then the other one is i just finished called finish by um john Acuff. Acuff. That's really good. He wrote a book called Start that's just like, <laughs> just get started. And then I, I haven't read that one, but I listened to the- um, <laughs> That's awesome. Just want to get to the end, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, he was like, I was a little bit wrong. I think it's not only about starting, it's also about finishing. So yeah. he has a funny writing style and it's a quick read. And I think really, really useful about getting perfectionism out of the way. So again, perfection. Sounds like those two would work together because it's like- yeah. You need something to get the ball rolling, you know, let me get it started, you know, like yeah. a great started. Oh man, now I got all these things going. How do I finish these now? Read this book here. And then, yeah. okay, what habits can I put in place so that I can actually start and finish? So I think read those three books and you got the trifecta, right? Yeah, and you're done. <laughs> awesome. All right, cool. Well, um, Lauren, if, if I'm sure there's going to be a heap of people watching this, listening to this that are like, all right, this woman is awesome. How can I follow her more? Um, I want to you know, invest in some of her programs. What's the best? Do we follow you on Instagram? Do we go to your website? What's the best? Yeah. Um, well, I'll, I'll give you both and you can decide. Um, my website is asavimarketing.com, A-S-A-V-I marketing.com. <laughs> and my Instagram is just at asavi.marketing. So awesome. I'll put both of them in the show notes so people can follow them. Um, Lauren, that's pretty much all I wanted to get through for today. Is there anything I should have asked you but didn't or anything I forgot to ask or anything you want to finish us off with? I don't think. I think you covered it well. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you very much for your time, Lauren. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please share it with your friends. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Check out the show notes for more free resources on how to sell more of your online courses.